Hey everyone, it's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast, Fat Mascara, here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beja Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosta 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAST10. That's S-O L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldajanero.com and use the code ACAST10 for 10% off. Welcome back to Style Over Substance with me, Scarlett. And I'm Mim. And today we're doing another kind of roundup, mm-hmm. a few things in one. Yes our two cents on a few things that have been going on recently yeah yeah we've got a lot of things to talk about I think it's been like quite big moments I think Mm. the first one that I want to talk about is the announcement that Naomi Campbell is going to be the newest collaborator designer um kind of clothing editor with Pretty Little Thing. I mean, the announcement came as a really big shock to a lot of us. For and a number really of shortly after the announcement of Molly May stepping down. That's true, with, actually. Quite literally, I think it was within a week. Yeah, but I mean, for clarity, like, Naomi Campbell is not taking on the role that Molly May has No, left. it's a collaboration or an edit or a collection. Yeah, but you're right. It did come really soon after. Um <sighs> When I, I saw the announcement... What was your initial reaction? Okay, so mine was confusion, like a lot of people. Like, why is she doing this of all brands? Mm-hmm. Um, and it just didn't make sense. This is a woman who is has had one of the most successful careers in the highest upper echelons of fashion modelling... Mm-hmm. couture modeling throughout the 90s and the 2000s and even now when she's in her 50s she continues to models for red carpets um on red carpets sorry um for collections for couture collections for all the biggest names that exist in the world and it just thought like is it because she's recently just announced the birth of her second child that she needs a payday and that she's like she needs the extra mus- money and she's just hustling for no reason why would she need to accept a job from Pretty Little Thing of all brands? Yeah, it, make, it makes no sense. I didn't understand, like, at least with Molly May when she took it, it was kind of like, you know what? I kind of get it. Like, she wears the clothes. She, like, like yeah. she made sense. Yeah. But I don't think Naomi Campbell makes sense. For sure, there's no way Naomi Campbell is wearing Pretty Little Thing. And you know what? Now that you've said it, this reminds me of the reasons why uh, Blue Ivy never really took off in the way that it should have. Why is laughing? <laughs> because everyone knew Beyonce wasn't wearing that shit. It, exactly, yeah. And it didn't match her brand. And one collection looked like a Sainsbury's edit. It did. It looked like a Sainsbury's But you're jumpsuit. right, you're right, like... I think the most important thing, and I think this is why influencer brands did so well. With Pretty Little Thing? No, just generally, 
is I think they seemed genuine or like the influence of brands that do well and did well mm-hmm. is because they're the genuine ones where you know they would wear it it makes sense for them and I think it's like it was even Kate Moss with Topshop that kind of made sense that did kind of make sense and she actually dressed that way and she would wear Topshop to like Glastonbury and to yes. festivals but like Naomi Campbell has set this esteem for herself yeah that is like I am above it all like I couldn't tell you where she buys her clothes but I know it's not on the high street it's like she gets them custom made or something yeah because you best believe no one owns what she has like that's the that's the ethereal thing do you watch her YouTube channel no I can't watch her (laughs) I don't watch her now she's got an attitude that I can't get on board with yeah, but, you know... And, like, it's funny. It's sassy. Yeah. But this is why I'm, like, I, I think she'd be impossible to work with. Well, she has a terrible reputation. That's, of course she does. And I have blissfully kind of, like, overcome all those things. Like, I know that she's she has a potential to be a terrible human being. Yeah. I understand diva, that. Diva, diva. Um, but over um, COVID, she was, like, big into her YouTube channel. And I used to watch her YouTube channel. I had channel. no idea. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she was on that thing every fucking day. And <laughs> I swear to God. Oh, my God. And she started, like, this podcast-type series on her YouTube channel. She was interviewing Anna Wintour. Stop! Yeah. Oh, my God. That was Why like, have I never seen this? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I can't believe I didn't mention this. Because this was the same... I love her. This was, like, when we... We would have started, started this! <laughs> I was watching Naomi Campbell, like... Right, okay. Anyway, um, she started interviewing people in the industry that she knew, that she was close enough with to, like, pick up the phone and say, want to be on my YouTube channel. I mean, this was also the time when celebrities... Had nothing to do. No, but not just that. We all found out that celebrities have terrible internet connections. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Their Wi-Fi is poor. And so she was, like, super busy... Anyway, I got a glimpse into her life a little bit because she also showed us her what she eats in a day type thing. She, I mean, this is completely unrelated, okay? We love a side note. But she, the amount of multivitamins that she eats in a day, everyone in the comments I remember very clearly was like, how is your liver, okay? Because this does not seem... Really? (laughs) Yeah. She would have, like, you know those people, like, a scoop of this, a scoop of that, a scoop of this, a scoop of that. And then here's, like, my ten pills. One's for, like, magnesium, one's my for eyes. iron, one's for, like... <laughs> my hips, my legs, my neck. Neck. And she would just, like, back them, drink it, and then she would make this smoothie, and then she would drink that. Oh, I, I am a bit of a believer of, like, if you take too much of something, it can't work. You're not supposed to. Like, and Apparently, also, your diet is meant to be enough. Also, you have to have vitamins with other things because that's how your body is able to, like, access yeah, those yeah, nutrients. Yeah, yeah, can't just be, like, with, like, what, 10 of them. It's like when dentists tell you there's liquid calcium in this toothpaste. No, there is not. Yeah. It's not going to help your teeth, like, the way you think yeah, yeah, it's yeah. going to. Um, anyway, glimpse into her life. She, um, you know, she is the sort of person, she has a lot of designer, obviously. But she's, like, a... 
she's like a caftan from oh I picked yeah. up this yeah. from my travels in Thailand she has and I lounge in the house don't have. yeah I lounge around in my house in this thing oh this was a piece that like she's not wearing a polyester dress from no or she's wearing like workout stuff like she's probably got a wardrobe full of like gym shop yeah while she pops her multivitamins lululemon yeah 100% I think she does all of that and on the other end, she has, like, high, high, high fashion. Yeah, yeah, like, her Chanel get-ups, Versace, all of that. Like, yeah. from her modelling days, because she's yeah. still the same size. Yeah. So, you're right in that when we saw collaborations with Pretty Little Thing with those who came out of Love Island Villa, yeah. it was like, they wore those to events. They wore those to, like, They showings. wore them on the show that they were in that made them famous enough to have the collab in the first place. And it made sense. It was like, oh, I see how this person styles it. I see how this... She's just gonna, she's just a model. She's just gonna wear this pretty little stuff yeah. in the campaign and we'll never see her wear it again. And I, I think that shows and like shows with influencers when they release a collection and then kind of collections keep going on. It's like, you're not wearing this stuff anymore, you know? Like it's one thing where like the first collection, they'll be wearing it to death and they're promoting it mm. and it's clearly like a labor of love and they love it. And then like as two, three collections go on, it's like, they quite literally just wear it for promo and it's not in their day-to-day wardrobe, which has so much less sales appeal yeah, to the average person. When they're actually going out and doing stuff, they're wearing like the good they're stuff. They're wearing stuff they bought, like, which is way more premium. Yeah. And I think that's just clearly the case with her. It's like, weird. It's not even being disrespectful to Pretty Little Thing. I mean, we're pretty much disrespectful to Pretty Little Thing all the time. We, we are anyway, <laughs> but like this isn't. Like, she's not a customer. She's not. And another thing. I that, don't even think she would buy her kids' stuff on there. Oh, God, no. Polyester. Flammable. <laughs> <laughs> another thing that's really disappointing. Okay, Naomi Campbell's known for being a diva, being this, that, and the other. But she has. In the wake of all that bad publicity and all the like throwing her phone at her assistant yeah. and um, getting being gifted what a diamond. On the plane? Did she get thrown off a plane or something? Yes, because yeah. I think she was like acting really badly yeah, or something. I think she might have been. And then she went to court because a war criminal had gifted her oh, a diamond yeah. or something. <laughs> this is throwback pop culture. Um, in the wake of all of that, I think she has. Well, even like back in the day when she really was really close to like Nelson Mandela. <laughs> do you not remember this? Do you not remember this? I do, but this is just like, <laughs> she's lived so many lives. Yeah. Anyway, so he was like her grandpapa, okay? Yeah. <laughs> And she spent so much time working with like orphans yeah. and for like racial injustice yeah, yeah. reform. She did a lot of and work. She's committed the past like five years at least in promoting like African designers and their um, Lagos Fashion Week and um, what else? I'm pretty sure she's been in, like, the UN and all of this stuff. She has really been pushing, seemingly, kind of, um, (laughs) seemingly, like, um, 
racial justice for models in the industry, for designers, um, for equality, all of that stuff. And then for her to turn around and align align herself with a company and a brand that we know the factories in Birmingham just a few years ago were exposed. Even recently, there's been more things with the sweatshops, with it just not being like, because I'm sure that there was something that came out around a really similar time to Molly leaving. There was like another kind of like, you guys aren't doing it right like this this still isn't right what pretty little thing are doing and Mm. I wondered if that was maybe a reason she steps aside but like you're right Naomi did this huge reform almost it was like maybe when obviously she's had like countless things that have like tried to damage her reputation (laughs) but she had like a really bad reputation in the 90s like that she was difficult to work with and obviously that's like continued But she's for sure like tried to kind of make sure that she's done her part in kind of like looking after the fashion industry and and other things. Mm. And so to align yourself with somebody who quite clearly like it's not even like they're trying an H&M and they've done a fake pledge. I think they made a fake pledge a a couple years ago because I'm pretty sure we talked about this. Maybe. But, like, there's the whole thing that H&M, like, is supposedly, like, you know, really trying to do a thing. Oh, yeah. And obviously they're not. And yeah. it's not genuine. And, like, those numbers and the statistics that they're telling us, like, aren't really meaningful. Yeah. But to do it with a company that's so, like, outrageously part of fast fashion and all of that, I think, I, like, I want to see what it is because I can't imagine what she's putting her name to. I want to see the collection. I want to see how much they're paying her as well. I I think a lot. Because this is not worth it. That's for a woman. be seven figures. You know what I remember back in the day, she used to say, I do not get yeah. out of bed for more than like, what, 20 grand or something. I can't remember. I think it, I can't remember what it was. But that she, was her famous like line. Yeah. It was like, she does not need the money. Um, we she, should, she must. Why? You don't work with pretty little thing unless you need the money. I think pretty little when you're thing. Campbell. I think pretty little thing would pay her a hell of a lot of money. But they were so they were paying Molly May five mil a year. I reckon their maximum they're paying Naomi is one mil for one collection. Yeah, it's easy money, isn't it? Like, I'll take it. I mean, we'll all take it. We'll all take <laughs> it. Scholar, don't, don't my, my morals aren't that strong. I'll take it. Um, no, but even recently, I saw a TikTok on twin brett's tiktok what's his name you brett stanley you love him he's informative okay and he's come out of love island as someone who has i think a solid career in something yeah the others are just in their gossip the career is in gossip there was, he was like he dated anna i'm sure like a few series ago i can't think of his yes name. the teeth guy and he's become an influencer the teeth guy with bad teeth. Did he? And Anna's sister slated him for it. Right, okay. But he's now like on a press trip with Margiela Fragrances. Because he's a big fashion yeah, influencer. But like he like he completely like did an overhaul yeah, of his look. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but like out there. Yes. I'm re- I have a lot of time for it. Like not yeah. every look is for me, but like I have a lot of time for someone who pushes that. And also someone who stepped out of the kind of like the stereotype. I, the, the Love Island yeah, to like fame this mold, pipeline. 
go do some DJ appearances, like go do this, go get a podcast, <laughs> Scarlet like, DJ appearances. You're thinking of back in the day when Kim Kardashian used to do those like appearances to like, like Paris Hilton used to be the one DJ. in Las Vegas. Yeah, yeah. God. it's not DJ. I don't think called. they do that anymore. Those club appearances. No, they do do it. Club they appearances to, at universities. They do it. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, Naomi. Hold on. What was I going to say? Um, sorry. I think it's going to be. Like an, I think it's going to be like a nightwear. Like, I can I think see that she loves like, a nightwear. I think it's kind of going to be like going out attire. Like I don't. Oh, think that's sort of nightwear. Yeah, I don't mean lingerie. <laughs> Sorry, I said that wrong. I think it's going to be like maybe elevated going out pieces, and I, I th- like it. Ha- it has to be an elevated frame. That has to be. Oh, I don't know. But just come on. I will tell you what Twin Brett told me. <laughs> we need to get Twin Brett on here. Oh my god. Oh yeah. I think you'd be starstruck. Uh I don't know. But he does a he does a better job of us of being like, He does a way better <laughs> job than us. Um what was I gonna say? He made the point that um recent news Pretty Little Thing have recently been asking for discounts from the manufacturer suppliers. So even garments that have been delivered, mm. they've been asking for 10%. So they're struggling. Well, <laughs> 10% decreases in, in the price or they've been like trying to squeeze how much they're yeah. going to pay yeah. these manufacturers in Pakistan for these garments and really kind of saying we can't afford it, we want to like, we don't want to pay you that much, we'll pay you this, we won't pay you that, and all of that. So Mm. is it on one hand that they're saying, we don't have the money for all of this, or they're just trying to manipulate their suppliers into getting even cheaper clothing from them? Because on the other hand... You're paying Molly May five mil. They're paying Molly May a lot of money, and they're are surely paying Naomi Campbell a hell of a lot yeah. of money. So it can't be both things. Do it they have like this right. limitless pot of money for marketing yeah. and no money to actually pay garment workers enough? I think he said that um, garment workers in Bangladesh, some of them are getting paid 29 pence an hour. Yeah. So it's like, you're going to squeeze the little Disgusting. guy. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. A lot of these people who own these factories, I'm not saying that they're the good guys. I'm not saying that they pass on yeah. this money to their garment workers. I'm not saying that at all. But as a multi-million pound company, as big as Pretty Little Thing is, we all know they don't need to be like getting 10% discounts here yeah. and there. If they're then going to say, let's throw all our money into marketing with Naomi Campbell. No, it, it's not a good look. And if I were the lady sitting at a sewing machine in Bangladesh and like see that on the news mm. I'd be fucking livid that's me no but you know like <laughs> but it's a thing whatever company you work for right say like you've asked for pay rises this year or whatever it might be that gets yeah. denied or they go no bonuses this year whatever and then you see like oh we just had a really good like deal and we just hired so and so a big paycheck or whatever it might be you're like I see like I see how it is, yeah, yeah, and I just think like you're right, especially the money that's going on in that company, like to be squeezing the people who are making the clothes, which is quite literally what you have been 
talked about for like over and over for not paying them enough for like not kind of having the correct conditions mm. to still be trying to like play around with that it's a race to the bottom for a lot of but these it, it's like it's callous yeah yeah for sure it's it does it's not a good look so like I'm really surprised Naomi wants to associate herself with that I don't understand because but I think she's like nothing can hurt me which is probably true but I don't understand she the a lot. benefit of it she's no neither I like because even if it's really good money she earned such good money as a model and that that was back in the day where like your money went a long way. Mm. They all, like, all these women who were good models became business women. Yeah. They didn't just rest on those laurels. Like, they invested their money. They had companies. They did stuff. Like, there is no way this woman needs a paycheck from Pretty Little Thing. No. She could go do a private appearance at, like, a party and get probably, like, if she needed money. Yeah. 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 It's, it's weird. It's bizarre. But anyway, that's Naomi Campbell. What do you want to talk about next? So what has recently happened was it was Couture Fashion Week. Mm. And we saw the resurrection mm. of Tamara Ralph. Yeah. So Ralph and Russo crumbled. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it last year? Maybe year two before. years ago. And then it like on her Instagram for a while it was like like wait and see what I do. Yeah, I think she was reposting um looks from previous collections. Yeah. But you could tell that she was probably gonna launch a name just under a brand under her own name. And it gives Ralph and Russo vibes, but also kind of like it's it's fresher. But it I don't know, it was just kind of nice to see Mm. like I don't know. I love Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So... What are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Hey everyone, it's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast, Fat Mascara, here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beja Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosta 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAST10. That's S-O L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldajanero.com and use the code ACAST10 for 10% off. God, I just love. Yeah. yeah I yeah. love seeing Couture. I think she's got a very like flirty feminine style. Uh, it's very Ralph and Russo. Some of the pieces like aren't for me. There was a lot of like bedazzled like metal work. They're like, I don't need metal work on my dress. <laughs> um, but I don't know it just felt like she's clearly like she would have had to go through like the whole French I don't know what it's called now 
but like you know you have to init- be initiated into the couture french like hall of fame <laughs> yeah <laughs> whatever it is she i'm sure she would have had to go through that process of like applying for that again or like think? or redirecting it mm. um i'm sure it was a laborious task to do it under her own name like all of that stuff and i think that I don't know, like, I've, we've seen her on some red carpets at the uh, King's coronation. We saw some pieces from her. Like, she gave some, like, Lily James wore some on the red carpet. Maybe the Met Gala, there was something, like, yeah. she's, she's given us some, like, tidbits. Yeah, I think uh, Halle Berry yes. recently yes. wore a piece from her. Yeah, I think when I saw that she was operating just under her name because mm. Russo was her business partner and like life partner yeah. from what I understand so they'd separated as the company had gone under and um Tamara Ralph is clearly and you can see it from her like re-emergence she's clearly a very talented woman yeah and it would have been sad I guess this is all she knows because she's been at the helm yeah. of a you know quite a, a household name at this point it would be sad for her not to re-enter the game and yeah. like still continue on because she's clearly talented. And this collection was, it was beautiful. I'm not a pearl person, mm. but I still thought like, wow, this looks amazing. Um, and she loves a feather. <laughs> but you know what? So yeah. do I. And I think that she's, it's not, there aren't a lot of British brands, A, that are like couture accredited, yeah. first off. And B, that may solely, because I think of her brand as solely for red carpets yeah. and for award ceremonies. Yeah. And I think a lot of time when like people... Like sort of showstopper. Yes. Yeah. I think a lot of times when we think of British brands, you either have one side, which is like very rock and roll. Mm-hmm. You've got the Vivian Westwoods, mm-hmm. or you've got like the younger brands, which are like edgier. Um, not necessarily stuff that I would wear, but what the kids are wearing yeah. nowadays. And then on the other end, it gives me Catherine Middleton. You know what I mean? Yummy money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It gives yeah. me floral dressing. Jenny Packham. Jenny Packham. <laughs> it gives me florals, yeah. um, garden parties. Yeah. And it's not to say it's horrible, but it's a very particular British aesthetic. Mm-hmm. In the middle... Like, say if you became, like, Hollywood starlet, you know? You're not going... I would turn to Tamara Rao. Exactly, I actually would, because I think there's, like, you're right, it's couture, but it's got a modernness to it. And, like, not everything. You know you're going to look good in her stuff. But there's some really, like, interesting ways she manipulates fabric. And, like, I don't know, you're right. It's not, like, on the edge of fuddy-duddy. It's not too safe, but it's also like not making a dangerous statement. Mm. It's just you just like, want to like turn up, have your hair and makeup done, mm. look really polished, look really sexy, and just have a killer dress. And that's it. Yeah. And that's what she gives you. Yeah. So yeah, it's nice to see her back doing her thing. Um, I do wonder <clears throat> when you are so bespoke and so couture mm. and so narrowly defined in terms of like your clientele really the only people can afford you are those who are getting gifted your dresses sorry i'm you're tired um yeah <laughs> <laughs> my board no you're great <laughs> you're great um yeah people who are getting gifted these pieces mm. either royal 
members of royal households internationally. Yep. Um, or just obscenely wealthy people around the world. That's it. Like, how is she going to make this business work more than Ralph and Russo? Yeah. We haven't seen yet, I don't think, if she's got a mainline collection. Yeah, I haven't seen that. I don't think she has. But I also, like, you're right. You've got to rest on some very wealthy clientele. Mm -hmm. And even if you've got money behind you, like, I think it's a dangerous game, like you said, where clearly something didn't quite work with the previous business. Mm -hmm. So, like, let's hope that's been addressed because, like, beautiful dresses also need a business plan behind them. Like, fashion, mm. fashion's not an easy game. No. Like, it's really, really not. And you can have money behind you, you can have whatever, but you also still need to, like, hit those business figures. Yeah, and if you think about those dresses, couture dresses, which, you know, thousands of man hours to make oh. a dress, you've got, you're going to employ the people. The seamstresses you're paying, the embroiderers you're paying, like the materials need to be elite. Like you're not doing that. The crystals, the beads, yeah, yeah, yeah. the trips the to craftsmanship. Like... like you go abroad to go and check a factory to check they're making those adorned things right. Yeah. Um, yeah, it it's a lot. Like, it's not something that, like, you can just take a leap of faith and hope. And even if someone pays, like, 50, 60 grand for a dress, that doesn't pay for the collection. You need you need someone to buy every dress or... Yeah. And also, then also what happens, right, is when you're couture, you're selling a dress, but, like, you're making that dress again. So you're still using those resources. Mm -hmm. So it's like that's got to pay for the hours to make the new dress, but also reimburse. Yes. Like, your, like, so it it's not it's not an easy game. And yeah, making a like couture, couture collection couture is hard. So I wonder, like, I don't know if she's going to be doing some other bits too. But pure couture is hard. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of money that's needed up front to present yeah. a collection like that. Maybe she will come out with um, kind of a glasses. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe she could do like Maybe she could do affordable. Uh -huh. Get her oh. range, you know? I was thinking affordable wedding dresses. Because you know how like now. Na not showing anything affordable. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's the Naomi Campbell. She's not going pretty little thing. Jeez. I thought she was thinking like £300 wedding dresses. £300? <laughs> I'm trying to help her make some money here. But, like, everything about her is detail. Why are you getting feathers? Like, she uses ostrich feathers. She can't be doing that her whole life for everything, though. There's oh, not enough no, There's not, not enough market for ostrich feathers, Scarlett. No, I wouldn't want that on my wedding dress. What ostrich feathers? No. I wouldn't want feathers on my dress. Uh, yep, yeah, yeah. you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, next bit of news yeah I want to discuss and it kind of leads on to our previous week's episode because in last week's episode we discussed about your experience hiring yeah. a dress for a particular occasion uh -huh. and you spoke about your experience with her collective and how you found it and how much you paid and just your overall experience mm -hmm. and if it's something you would do again and it seems like the idea of renting 
renting fashion for special occasions is not really slowing down because ASOS has got its foot in the game yeah. as well. I mean, that's not really saying much because ASOS is struggling. <laughs> so any bit of money ASOS they can... ASOS will try any old thing. Any bit of money that they could go after. Okay, let's park that thought right there. We first need to address ASOS's sample sale for £5. Yeah. That's terrible. This is a first that I'm aware of, that they've done a sample sale. Yeah. And I didn't really know about it. I don't feel like they've advertised it great. The main way I've seen it is because people on Instagram have like bought stuff. It's not something you want to advertise yeah. because you don't want people to expect that all the time and then they mm. won't pay a higher Full price. price. For, yeah. Which is correct because I wouldn't do that now. Like I wait for 20% off for stuff. Uh, but I think there's been good fines and all of that stuff. I haven't actually looked myself to see the offerings. But it's clearly like a sample tends to be something that was either the sample before something went into production or like the thing that never made it. I don't think so, like, it's either. But you kind of don't want it. But like maybe they're also just whipping up some stuff with drugs. I think it's the stuff that never sold. You think so? Yeah. And you think they're just flogging it? Yeah, I do. Before they put it on the incinerator. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, a couple of years ago, there was a story about how they are just... They have too much stock. Yeah, I can believe that. And they were sitting on far too much. And I think that this is a way for them to package something up as... Um, something it's not. We have limited sizes in yeah. this garment, limited colours or whatever it might be. It's a bit higgledy-piggledy, get in there quick, £5. Who doesn't like items for £5? Yeah. They have too much stuff on there. That's too much shit. Because at the same time as having this £5 sample sale, they have what yeah. I will eventually mention <laughs> is they have launched their own rental service mm. called ASOS Higher Street. Play on High Street. So Higher Street. Yeah. Um, what's your initial thoughts of them going into the rental game? I struggle with it a bit more than I do other websites where it's clearly like premium mm. dresses because I think everyone can shop on ASOS. Like it suits all budgets. You can buy a dress for ten pounds, yeah, or you can try a best uh, buy a dress for two hundred. Mm-hmm. But I also think ASOS surely doesn't have the right for the like expensive dresses like if they're selling a dress from whistles have they got the rights to rent that dress because that's the difference like when they have sales mm-hmm. sometimes certain lines are exempt because they obviously don't have the permission to be selling a product like some companies have rules that yeah. their clothes can't be sold discounted and rates and all of that stuff mm-hmm. and that's sort of like my initial reaction but equally, they do they do sell expensive garments, but it's not ASOS own brand. No. So I kind of don't understand how that works. But I'm also imagining that as it develops, they'll get further brands to maybe be part of it. So I had a little peep on that part of the website and they broke it down to <clears throat> Curve, something, something else, and then Lux. And I was... So that's got to be ASOS own. Well, that's the thing. I clicked on it thinking, oh, if I'm going to rent something, 
Yeah. I want to see what premium stuff they have on here. It's the ASOS Lux collection. No. It, which is not Lux, first off. First of all, I'd just rather buy it and return it. <laughs> you said this last I week. I know. But, like, no. That's not what I'm going to ASOS for. No. And you know what I think it is? And, like, maybe this is why I'm not an entrepreneur. Mm. Like, you're already struggling at what you're doing. Let's not add another <laughs> fact. <laughs> like, like, too many facets, though. Do you know what I mean? Your website yeah. is selling clothes. <laughs> if that's not working, don't add another facet. They're doing too much. It, you Like, I don't want to go on a website. Like, I don't know. It's like, there's too much going on. There's too much to look at. You already sell makeup. Like, which I think is maybe a step too far too. They sell that like, home stuff as well. They, they, yeah, I don't know if they still do, but they definitely used to. Mm-hmm. They sell like exercise stuff, which I kind of get on board with because at least that's clothing. Mm. But they sell a lot of stuff. Yeah. And I just don't think it needs to be another. And then for a while they had like the marketplace. I they don't, don't have marketplace anymore. I don't, I don't know. I don't go on it. But there's just, there's a lot going on. And I kind of think, Pick your lane and do it well. Yeah, yeah. And I agree I, with And, you. like, I just think it's – and you're already too late on the rental thing. I just think a big issue with their rental plan is not that they're too late because I think that there is a space for everyone in that yeah. regard. I just don't think the their reason – nice the, the clothes are not nice enough for me to want to rent ASOS garments. Yeah. And I'm really sorry, but I really feel like most of the people who are buying ASOS stuff don't care enough to treat the garments with care. Yeah. yeah. You know, this is just regular, regular people. Their process is too easy. <laughs> like, but you're right. No, but it's a familiar thing, right? Like, no one gets, like, an ASOS package is kind of part and parcel. Like, people, some people get one every month yeah some get one every week like it is a familiar thing if you're you right think people are still buying into asos like they used to because I but never like 20 percent offer like who can resist i haven't bought something from asos in a, in a while but you're a zara addict yeah <laughs> but still like i don't think people do zara hauls like they used to oh some people yeah, there's some influencers I follow that like do as well. And Zara's up their prices. So yeah. Um, but mm. comparatively, I don't think Zara has as much stuff as. No, they don't. A- um, I was going to say H&M. It, ASOS has too much on that. Um, yeah. I think they just carry too much risk. But when you compare them to Zalando, which is, I would say, their direct competitor, mm. Zalando has a lot of stuff, but they're far more successful. Really? Yeah. They're like the biggest uh, fashion website in Europe. I know. For men? No. Mm. They're like wildly successful. Let me Google this. I'll give you a figure. Um, but no, honestly, they they seem to have like cracked the code right. in, in this sort of thing. But you're right. Like <laughs> ASOS needs to um, streamline, focus and make a success of something if i were asos i would get like i would really streamline my brands 
and like either really heavily invest into the fact that you've got Topshop and your own brand. Like, I don't know, I'd really invest in that. I don't really know how they can... Or you know, open a shop. ASOS? Yeah. I don't know I feel like they've that. probably done that before. I think they attempted to. I think everyone attempted to at one point. Everyone was doing pop-up shops. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Europe's largest online fashion platform. Zalando. Yeah. Well, there you have it. Level up, Asos. Google told me. So, so Zalando do a return, a return, a rental thing? No. I don't even know, so I can't say that. I, I don't know. I just think, don't try and be everything. <laughs> well, I'm not going to use their rental service, if I'm honest. If I was going to dip my toe into if, rental. If I'm renting, that's never where I'm going. Yeah. I think there are you're a lot right, of... like. But also, are you getting it from the ASOS stock room? Is it something someone's potentially returned? This is what I'm saying. Is it something somebody, because at least like if it's something somebody owns, they're treating it with respect because <clears> they <throat> own it. No, no, ASOS like, customers but I'm, don't. No, I'm saying on like other websites where I went, like I was buying, oh, I, I was see. renting a girl's dress. Like that is her dress. Yeah. She cares about that dress more than I do. Yeah. But like ASOS does not. Mm-mm. No. Because on the other tab, they're selling it for a five, yeah. for five yeah. pound on their sample sale. Exactly. I just hadn't found that one. <laughs> yeah. No, thank you. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's a good look for them. But, um, yeah, I think it's just a weird time at the moment for these fast fashion brands, I feel. I think <clears throat> in recent news, I don't have, like, statistics and numbers, but I've seen a couple of articles where they say, like, more people are buying more into higher ticket items, mm-hmm. um, especially people who have money are investing more into luxury watches, yeah. handbags. Those prices are going up and up and up, and the demand for these luxury goods on is not slowing down yeah. either. People continue to spend their money in that like more luxury strata yeah. of fashion. So I think like even the everyday man is willing to spend a bit more and, yeah, yeah and spend their money in that area and I think as a result people are kind of turning their back Long on gone these... is a day where like you want to spend a hundred pounds on 10 items on ASOS yeah I think people would rather that go on two items like if you want five t-shirts that all are gonna like last you two two wears yeah or you're gonna buy like a really nice t-shirt or and like a nice shirt like you're gonna do that instead yeah and don't get me wrong i know 100 pounds doesn't buy that anymore well you can buy 20 items in the sample cell now (laughs) yeah um and i think also we've touched on in previous episodes how like our the biggest influencers on Instagram and whatnot, as they get older and older and older, they and more famous. They're not they, buying it. They're yeah. not buying that stuff. Yeah. And so who we see and model our fashion on. And who we idolize, and you're right, like who we then are like, well, that's what I want to do. When I get a bit more money, when I, my salary goes up, I want to do that. I want my like shop to be on Netaporte or mm. on matches or Farfetch. Mm-hmm. And so like you're right, we're not idolizing people who are like 
oh my god I got such a good deal I got like 10 things at ASOS yeah like, we're not we're not we're watching not doing that. that anymore yeah that's so true yeah so anyway that is our fashion recap for the week let us know what you thought about you know ASOS Naomi Campbell Tomorrow and Ralph. Tamara Ralph uh leave your comments in the comments section you can follow us on tiktok on instagram uh youtube some other places as well but anyway thanks for watching and we'll see you next week Bye. bye everyone, it's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast, Fat Mascara, here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beige Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosta 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAST10. That's S-O-L. D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldajanero.com and use the code ACAST10 for 10% off.